Last time on Roll Gay Role Play. You wake up on a bed in a stark white room. You guys disappeared for a little bit there. Wherever you went, you came back. But the team after you didn't. We are the local detectives and the local sleuths. And we are going on a mystery hunt. Let us go to this tavern and get some of these delectables. We gotta go get drinks. You walk in, the place is called the uh, Prancing Horse. Oh, did you, did you guys see the horse? I mean, me and this horse are down to party. Trial applicants start coming in. You see three glasses being hurled in your direction. Uh, Benny would catch both of them. And, and, and Benny would, like, take the two in her hands and, like, slam them hard on the table so the other drinks spill. You could just, like, go to a different table and we'll take this one over. Come on, guys, let's go. This... This bar's trash anyway. Ugh. Cheers to the green team. Welcome to Roll Gay Role Play, a real gay real play D&D podcast. I am your dungeon master, Chris. I'm Tisha. I am Jonathan. And I'm Mark. <laughs> you sound so thrilled to be here. <laughs> you sound so thrilled to be called uh, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you sound like sad Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Mark. Go I back mean, to ER. Yeah, go just go back to ER. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get started with our topic, we have a couple shout outs. First of all, for the amazing artwork. Thank you so much, Lindsay, because it is freaking phenomenal. Yes, Lindsay. What's her Instagram? Her Instagram is the expat gamer, all one word, like T H E E. X-P-A-T-G-A-M-E-R. The expat gamer. Yeah, and I would like to let it be known that she thought my character, Eve, is the best. So just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got something to say, sis? No, honey. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you, Lizzie. Thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. Lindsay and I are actually fighting because England is versus the U.S. in uh, the Women's World Cup right now. Is it? Are they playing right now? Semifinals on Tuesday, tomorrow. Okay, so I'll be at my friend's. Okay, I'm sorry. Folk, uh, thank you also to Joe Barsanti, who is Chris's uh, brother. Thank you for the awesome music, dude. We found you on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, uh, he hasn't texted me back in time to know what he wants me to plug. So I'm going to assume it's his Instagram and it's Joe Barsanti. Can you spell it for the, for the listeners? Uh, X Q B. No, he's. <laughs> I was about to say, bitch, what? Like, wait. <laughs> it's J O E B A R S A N T I. Oh, let me actually uh, follow him now. Cause like he low key, like he's okay. He's low key cute. Mm. Let me find he, him. Now. He's a little twink of a thing. 
Like, yeah, like if he just ate like a few sandwiches a day, I'd be into him. Oh my God. That's so fucking horrible. <laughs> this is how we give shout outs. All right. I'm following him as well. Oh, he's in a chicken costume. Okay, so first of all, finest points went up major. Oh, his like girlfriend is so pretty. And I just realized that I gave a shout out to your brother. <laughs> Either way, thank so thanks, you. guys. Seriously. Yeah, thank thanks, you. Lindsay and Joe. Um, we hope you succeed in everything that you do. Amen. Ex- except for rooting for England. <laughs> are you are you kind of like me where you're just like obsessed about your team? Because I'm a total, like I'm a diehard Cubs fan and that's... Like, I, I'm not cool when they're not doing well, and I don't want to talk about the games when they're not doing well. I get really pissy. Like, I get really mad. Like, if somebody, like, starts talking shit about my team, it, if somebody starts talking shit about Bears or U.S. women's soccer, I, I get really fucking shitty. Like Harry Gaiman Bears? The Bears. Chicago Bears? The Bears? Is that is that hockey? Oh, my God. No, that's football. Football, like... Like European. Oh my God! We... Just stop! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's American football. American. Uh, Walter Payton, the sweetness. I mean, le- legit, Jonathan. I think you'll be a fan of American football if you Google Walter Payton. Wait, are we talking about American football or soccer? Oh my God! Let's do the. Let's do the. Let's just do the question. Yeah, what's our t- what is it now? Because now I'm. Oh yeah, Walter Payton's daddy. He could choke me all day. <laughs> I'm... Sorry, drag names. I'm not going first. I think that mine would be VV Stitches. Okay, first of all, here for this. Why? So, Stitches. I have a tattoo of Stitches, so that's why I picked Stitches. But VV was our tour guide for our honeymoon, and I remember her just always being like really put together and fabulous, and she always had like a great face on, even though it was like. 100% humidity and 90 degree weather. Ooh, so that you'd be like a pageant queen. So she was like always flawless in the face and she would like even say like, tomorrow I'm not going to have makeup on. You're not going to take pictures of me. Oh. <laughs> and so I was really here for her. So it'd be Vivi Stitches. So that's literally Eve. <laughs> <laughs> literally Eve. Um, what about you, Tisha? Um, I have never had any like true desire to do drag. Like I've gone to a lot of drag shows. I've, you know, dated women who have done drag, but myself, I've never really had any desire to do it. But if I had to choose a drag name and I had somebody like do, you know, all the work for me to make me look like I'm in drag, uh, (laughs) I would call myself Noah Johnson. Okay. So there's a, there's a dick joke in there. Yeah, and because Johnson and I have a name for Mark if he'll let me like think of a name for him. Okay, okay. And just tell me what you think. Uh, Indica Shaft. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) that's so good. (laughs) Like I thought way more about Mark's drag name than I did my own. (laughs) Wow. What is Indica? It's a. Isn't that like? It's a type of plant. Yeah. Oh, it's like a mint or other green leafy plants. Oh, oh, okay. Hi. Anyway, I have had interest in doing drag, but I would never because that's too much fucking work. 
Um, <laughs> real talk. And I, right, I'm not trying to, and then like, no, real talk. I've been to like backstage drag rooms and it, it's just, it's stank. And uh, no, ma'am. So anyway, uh, but if I did go and become a drag queen, my drag name would be Chartreuse. And she'd be like Grace Jones, you know, like Ebony Excellence, won't take shit, like kind of dominatrixy, like sharp features, never out of makeup, and like only wakes up for $10,000 a day, you know, like won't get out of bed <laughs> for less than $10,000. Like that would be chartreuse, like pageant queen to the fucking max. Chartreuse. So the only, the only reference I know of chartreuse is a liquor. Is there any, is that, it's just a liquor? It's also a color. It's a color. Okay. What color is it? Well, the liquor is greenish. It's like a, it's like. Chartreuse is like a greenish, more so a yellowish color. Okay. I was going to say, it's like you ate too much asparagus green. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Oh, it's a liquor too. Oh, Mark, where the fuck have you been? Oh, you're joining us. That's nice. It's nice to have you back, sis. Are you sticking with uh, Indica Shaft? So I did this quiz, and my name evidently is Marie Intervention. Mm. That's cute. Indica Shaft. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying that I'm a little bit more clever than that quiz, but... uh... <laughs> oh, Tisha, you mentioned pickle shots last week, and I, Mark, I made us pickle shots. Oh fuck no! Yes, you're gonna have one with me because I've never had one before, and I want a partner in this. No, no. Just try it with me. I promise, I love you. No, you don't. Not <laughs> enough. <laughs> Ew. All right, three, two, one. <laughs> cheers. And I throw it over my shoulder. Oh, that's so gross. It's so gross. Yeah. I didn't Was take it? the shot. That's so gross. It's really gross. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a dollar. What are you expecting? <laughs> this is the it's the PBR of shots. It's the keystone of shots, Queen. Keystone. <laughs> it's the natural light of. Oh come on, Natty. Was it really that awful? So like, oh, it's not good. I will I will 100% always do pickle shots because it it's weird but it does help like uh, if I drink too much I get like a slight indigestion but if I do pickle shots while I'm drinking it completely clears it up. Eh, it's probably in my head. Who knows. I feel like if I had a pickle shot at a that was so gross. If I feel like I have a, if I had one at a bar I might have enjoyed it. What type of pickle do they use typically? Dill. Okay, so I used bread and butter. Ew. Girl, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? What? That's what I had. You're canceled. I didn't know. No. 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 That's got to... That's disgusting. Did I do bread it wrong? And, <laughs> yes. You did it 100% wrong. How you can fuck up a pickle shot it's that I don't know what you did. Like, girl, what? Dill. Dill. This bitch used bread and butter. Bread and butter pickles. <laughs> and pickles juice. Like, it was really bad. <laughs> Why don't we play some uh, D&D, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. So y- you all are uh, waking up after a uh, 
a fun night of drinks. Hogum, I cannot imagine that your night didn't include a hangover the next morning. Me and Edwin, you know. I mean, you and the horse partied. Do orcs get hangovers when they're drinking with the horse? Did Did you get? Uh, so you you are you are accepting this hangover? <laughs> yeah, Eve. So you took Captain Flint back to your quarters. Mm-hmm. Did he spend the night? Did he leave? How did that go? He is currently tied uh, with ripped bed sheets to the bedpost. Uh, still, like all night, you just kept him tied up. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the rooms you guys have are obviously separate rooms. What would you guys do to like, are you guys meeting up in the morning? Was there some plan in place or. I think that like Benny would know that uh, Eve not to bother Eve this early in the morning. So she probably goes and knocks on Hogum's door to see if he's up. Hogum's not there. Where'd Hogum end up? In the fucking stable, didn't you? I'm going to just tell you, Mark, you can't just shrug at me because it's a podcast. <laughs> keep that. Keep that. Keep that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So Benny knocks on Hogum's door and Hogum doesn't answer. Benny, what do you do? Um, I try. I open it. All right. You open uh, Hogum's door. Hogum, have you been in your room at all that night? No. All right. His room looks untouched. So I think Benny would then go to Edwin's stable. Perfect. Is Hogum there? Yeah. Hogum, how did you end your night? So you can see that Edwin and Hogum are kind of like snuggled up in the hay. Because, like, they were obviously so drunk. They just ended up passing out. So I see them both uh, sleeping, and I just whisper, Hey, Hogum! Hogum! Hey! Hey, Benny! Hey! Hey, I'm gonna... I, I, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go to the market. Do you want to go? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. You think I can pet... Do you think I can pet Edwin? Oh, yeah. Edwin's super cool. Hey, Edwin. Oh, you're so pretty. And uh, Edwin holds a hoof out for you as if it was a high five. Yeah. Yeah. High five, Edwin. Cool. Edwin, you want to Edwin, you want to come to the market with us? He uh, he shakes his head and uh, points to the bottle or to the bucket that is in the corner. Oh, OK, Edwin, you relax. Do you want us to bring you anything? And then Edwin starts taking like meticulous notes and he gives you a list of things to... No. Um, he, uh... <laughs> he, uh, sighs and lays back down and goes to sleep just to... <sighs> I think... Hey, hey, Hogum, I think we should we should probably get him something since he, he treated us so well to his bar. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, all right. Cool. Let's go to the market, and we'll also ask some questions about, you know, if anybody knows anything... Uh, I mean, I wanted to talk to you too, Hogum, um, about that room that we were in and you turned purple and me and Eve didn't turn purple and nobody seems to know that was like apparently not supposed to be in the trial. I don't know if you knew that. And then you got something inside you that they had to remove. Did I get, did, did I get probed? 
Um, I don't know. Um, did you get probed? Does it feel uncomfortable down there? Because that's how you would know. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Benny was a bounty hunter for three years, so she ran into some interesting characters. That's for sure. Okay, so Benny and Hogum make their way to the market while that's happening. Eve, do you you still have the captain tied up right now? Yes, I have the captain tied up to the bed, and I uh, slept on the floor because, and I wake up, um, and I've uh, let's say I've been awake for like an hour, so I've been waking up. I've been awake for an hour, and the captain wakes up. Oh, wow. That was a, that was a hell of a night, Eve. I, I do declare that I do not understand what you are speaking of. I actually, I don't, I don't remember much. Uh, why, why am I tied up? Well, we were about to get into the throes of, uh, some good passion. And unfortunately, sir, you, you blacked out before we could finish. Oh, uh. Or start, to be honest. Can we, uh, can we start now? Unfortunately, sir, I have much to do on this day. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was told a few things. Mr. Marcus Flint, while you are here tied up at, in this moment, um, can you tell me about yourself? Tell me about your past. Well, I'm from a town not far from Torah. And, uh, we, I moved here when I was young. I started taking odd jobs and started realizing what I was good at. And I finally, uh, Started working as a mer- mercenary. Hmm. Okay. So, oh, so yes, uh, soldiers for hire. R- right. The I started taking jobs from the guild. They noticed me, and decided to put me in charge because I, I know what I'm doing. I guess they needed some changes, but I guess I don't know if I knew what I was doing last night because I'm I'm currently tied up. Well, Mr. Marcus Flint, you did pass out, unfortunately, and I we were trying to we were in uh, the middle of great conversation where you were telling me what exactly it is that you do in the guild. Unfortunately, you blacked out before we could really get to the good fun. Well, I'm the captain. I'm in charge of everything. Right now, my focus is getting the right people in the right positions, our strongest out of the field fighting and people in the guild offices to keep things running. And uh, I must say, Eve, you look real good for the guild. You know who else looked really good, Mr. Marcus Flint? The gold team, Mr. Marcus Flint. What about them? Where are they? What's going on with them? No, that's still a mystery, honestly. I, we probably should have stopped the trials after you disappeared, but we didn't think it would happen again. And they went through the first room. Frankly, you guys did it a lot faster than them. I'm not sure how, but it was quite impressive. Call it beginner's luck. Sure. Uh, Once the door opened, they crossed through, but they just never came back at all. Hmm, That is most peculiar, Mr. Marcus Flint. One of the members of the gold team was part of the guild. She she worked in our office. She was one of us. Oh, someone that worked for the guild, Mr. Marcus. And... Who could that person be, Mr. Marcus Flint? Uh, her name was Maureen. She worked in the offices here. She kind of like Loxif. 
but she wanted some field time. She wanted to get her hands dirty. So we figured we'd put her through the trials and uh, actually, could, could you, could you loosen these? I'm really tight right now. Yeah, he's tight. <laughs> I will gladly, uh, I will gladly, uh, uh, loosen these binds that bind you to this bed. Um, as long as I have, I had just, I just have one more question for you. Yeah, sure. I mean, okay. And uh, this question is, uh, what exactly? Oh, wait, how can I say this? That makes the most sense. Hold on. Fuck. All right, let's go. Okay, hold on. No, hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and just, just one more question, Mr. Marcus Flynn. Were the rest? Were there any other members of the guild in this gold team? No, it was just Maureen. No, honestly, we were surprised she wanted to. She's not your uh, typical adventurer. She's quite small and frail. She, she's very uh, word smart, just not very. Uh, fighting smart but we didn't see any harm in putting her through the trials it was just another space to fill okay mr marcus flynn i do believe that while we do have these trials that you are putting us through i I find them very questionable if we allow such people into these trials um that come and go as they please uh that also makes me question our loyalties and where they may lie um i will do you the favor of loosening both of your legs I'm afraid, Mr. Marcus Flint, that the rest is up to you. Goodbye. So I wink at him and then I bite my lip because, bitch, I just missed out on like a good night or a good morning. But like, <laughs> but like, he needs to know his place. So I, I leave. Windblown at all. Okay. Cool. So um, I am going to go to the religious area. Okay, and off you go. Benny, you and Hogum are uh, to the market. So this is the east side of the city. Uh, It's just outside the inner walls. The market overlooks a cliff that leads out to the sea. So there is like a little bit of like a salty smell to the air. There is a long curved building made of stone with several entrances and shops. And there's a large courtyard in front of you. It is bustling. There are people going back and forth. Everyone seems to be moving like a little bit faster, talking a little bit louder. Uh, You hear haggling and chatting from all directions. And as you two uh, reach the center of the marketplace, you see uh, there's there's shops uh, in the stone building. There are tented uh, shops along the sides, along the perimeter of the uh, marketplace. And one woman is just shouting to anybody that looks at her, just, uh, Bucket! Bucket! Oh, my God. Oh, hey, there's buckets there. And, uh... There's a uh, there's a man in a tent next to them, next to this screaming woman, and he's got like uh, slicked back hair, pointy nose. He looks to be uh, he looks devious looking, but you know that's a look. It's a look. And there's a uh, there's a shop. So this shop is in the uh, in the stone corridor or the stone hallway, and it's uh, 
all the statues in the window either have gigantic boobs or a gigantic penis. Excuse me. So there's a woman yelling. There's a weird haired, weird looking pointed nose guy. And there's a shop that has uh, boobs and dicks. That's what it says across the top. Boobs and dicks. <laughs> hey, Benny, should we go in there? Sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, let's let's yeah, let's check it out. We got we're gonna check out lots of places. Let's check it out. Yeah. So you guys head into the shop uh, in the stone building, the window full of odds and ends, boobs and dicks. Uh, as you enter, uh, there is a large statue of Neptune that stands right in front of the door. Uh, trident, no clothes, waves. The entire shop is. Elegantly cluttered. So there is just shelves and bookcases and roll top desks and things and odds and ends filled with stuff. There is a half elf man on a ladder dusting things. And he uh, he turns as soon as you walk in and says, Oh, hello. Welcome to our little shop full of odds and ends. Things old and exotic and... Not just talking about myself. Hmm. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, no, we're just we're just feeling around. I mean, looking around. Feeling around. Oh, my dear. Now let me come down and get a better look at you. I can figure out what you need. He climbs down his ladder, and he's all of about four, four, four and a half feet tall. And he uh, he comes up to you, Hogum. And grabs your hands and says, Oh, you're a big one, aren't you? Oh, look at those arms. Oh, the armband. You must be part of the trials. Yeah, we're part of the trials. We the only we're the only ones that got through. Yeah. My, that's impressive. You must meet my husband. Honey, we um we have guests in the store. And you see a human man come down the stairs in the back of the building, and he walks over and stands next to his husband and says, Well, hello and goodbye. I Unfortunately, caught me when I'm leaving. Honey, I must go... Oh, pick up our next shipment, of course. Now, don't be long. I'll miss you, dear. And the human leans in, kisses his husband, and leaves the shop, and the... Half-Elf turns to you and says, Now, what is it that you are looking for? What can I interest you in? Would you like any coffee while you're here? Um, no coffee for me, please. But, um, I just, anything, anything particular cool in here that I should look at? Oh, now let me take a look at you. Let's see. Oh, I know a wig. A wig will do you very nicely. Oh, um, I, uh, oh my, I never introduced myself. How rude of me. My name is Agador, and the handsome young man that just left was my husband, Laney. Oh, hi, Agador. Uh, my name is, is Binny. I'm, I'm Mulan, so that's why I don't have any hair. Uh, is what I'm comfortable with. Oh, and you are doing the look very well. Maybe think of it more as a disguise, something you can go out and not be seen in. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 
I, I would really appreciate because I, I think that sometimes I want to go, go out and, 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 you know, do, do normal, like, you know, things I'm just not good at it. So it would be really cool if, you know, if you wanted to help me out there, I would, I would appreciate that. And this is my friend Hogan. He's, he's really awesome and very like down to earth. Uh, thanks, Benny. Yes. And he's quite the specimen too. My husband did just leave. Please do keep that in mind, young one. But what what else can I assist you with? I'm sure you must be looking for something. How about, um, do you have any information on Marcus Flint? Because I think that would probably, you know, do for now, since he's technically our world, since we're applying to this guild. Oh, the pretty idiot. Yes. I, I don't mean to talk poorly of the captain. I... I actually met him when he first came to town. The guild needs a strong leader, and Captain Flint is definitely strong. He's just not very smart. Oh, okay. So basically you're saying that the, the, there's a possibility that if something funky is going on, that he's probably not the one in charge. Something funky going on? My dear, whatever do you mean? Um, you know, if, if, if you like, you know, help me out and like, take me out, maybe we could have a girl's night. Oh, an impromptu girl's night. I love the idea. You know, I always have a bottle of wine waiting just in case. He runs around the counter and pulls out a bottle, uncorks it and pours three glasses, brings them over to you and Hogan and says, now darling dish. Now, darling, dish. So, uh, there's, like, some weird stuff going on. Basically, you know, like I, I said, we're the only ones that made it through the trial. Um, oh, man. You won't tell anybody, right? Oh, sweet child. You can't tell anything from Girls' Night, of course. Though, my only request is that you leave your handsome friend with me when you leave. Oh, huh. so then he would look at Hogum and like measure his like okayness with this. What does he look like again? Okay, vain. <laughs> He's a shorter, stout, uh, half elf man. He's probably around like a hundred and fifty years old. Yeah, I ain't going for that. He's nineteen years old. Does Hogum, I guess, does Hogum recognize that Benny's trying to get information out of him? Yes. And this is this is the price to pay, even though you don't necessarily have to pay that price. We can get it and then leave. Yeah. Oh, he knows. What, he's he's down for what you're doing. Okay. It, it is uh, so Benny would be trying to gather information on Marcus Flint because obviously she doesn't trust him. But I think Benny is, she has a super high intelligence. Like that's her highest whatever. So she would understand that there is possibly a face uh, running the guild, but a different mind running the guild. And she wants to verify that it's probably not Marcus Flint running the guild. Okay, persuasion check. Go for it. Okay. Oh, come on. Not a one. 12 plus p- wow. persuasion is 820. 
Okay, yeah. So Agador says, Well, now Marcus was, now Marcus was a bit of a bad boy back when he was younger. He got into a rough crowd. He was always very easily influenced, but he seemed to have turned that around. He's changed his ways. What do you think? What do you think changed him? You know, I mean, does like I have a mentor and 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 uh, religion now. Um, what about Marcus? Well, I believe his story is quite similar, my dear. He went off and found a higher calling, found himself a mentor, a better purpose, and came back donning a beautiful new religious necklace. It's it's a priceless little piece and looks great on him too. I'm all for an accoutrement, after all. It can make a man so much more handsome. Uh, can you, do you have, do you, do you have any recommendations for me? I I mean, to be, to be prettier. I'll just stand next to your half-orc friend here. He's not everyone's type. (laughs) Oh. But let me see if I can find something that makes you feel prettier. How much gold do you have, Tisha? Um, that's what I was going to ask too, because I didn't fill that out. Um, but I think that on D and D beyond, which I don't have open because I, I felt like I was having internet issues earlier. Where does it say that? Oh, this is the new episode, isn't it? Uh, you guys are level three now. Oh shit. Okay. First of all, that changes everything. Okay. My bad doing it halfway through the episode. Yay! Okay, thank God. Oh, I'm level... I have 15 hit points now, so... (laughs) (laughs) That cockroach in the corner isn't going to kill me to death. Hey, I heard that. Oh! Oh, my God, look at that golden goodness. Oh. So, I have 28... 28, uh... Damn, Eve, you jumped up in hit points. Sure did. You're beating Hogum now. Fabulous. I get a roguish archetype. Oh, yeah. Oh, what is it for rogue? rogues? It's um, it's assassin, thief, or arcane trickster. I think you get one too, Hogum. Where is that at? I think that Benny, either assassin, like she's super like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. And then, but she's extremely deadly. Okay, I'm I'm here for that. I'm here for that. So with uh with assassin, yes, you have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in the combat yet. Damn. In addition, any hit you score against a creature that is surprised is a critical hit. Okay, so I feel like that would be pretty good for... I think that would be pretty interesting for Benny, like how we're like building the character out. And then the other... But then the other option was what? The art, the the arcane trickster. So that's like... Uh, they learn the art of enchantment and illusion. So they're pickpockets and uh, mischief makers. They get to start casting spells at third level. I don't want to, I don't want Benny to cast spells. Okay. So then assassin. Cool. Jonathan, what about Eve? What has changed for Eve in level three? 
So I get to choose an oath, which means if I break my oath, then I lose my powers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going for Oath of the Crown, which is like nobility and super like, hold on. Hey, Tisha, did you gain like one hit point? Uh, I went to 15 from 11. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I started, at, so I was at seven and then yeah. I gained, then I went to 11 and now I'm at 15. Yeah. So I'm, I'm incredibly deadly, but I'm extremely squishy. I'm the most squish. Whew. Please don't touch me. Girl, we got you. Okay. And I'm doing the, uh, the Oath of Vengeance. So, um, for the Oath of Vengeance, if, uh, I stray from this path, then I guess you got to give me like warnings like, Hey, yo bitch, you can't do that. So, uh, minus fight the greater evil. Um, so if there's evil in front of me and like someone's about to die or some shit like that, I always choose to fight the bad guys. Um, no mercy, no mercy for the wicked. So I will always, yeah, no matter who begs, they're going to die or they're going to feed, they're going to face justice. Um, uh, by any means necessary, uh, my qualms can't get in the way of exterminating my foes. Okay. So what, whatever's going on in my mind or my head or whatever shit's happening, like I'm always going to kill the enemy and restitution. If my foes wreak ruin on the world, it is because I fail to stop them. I must help those harmed by their misdeeds. Oh, this is going to be fun. Okay, cool. Hogum. Ooh, I could do spells with this one. So I'm an uh, Eldritch Knight. There's a lot of spells for this. Fireball, Featherfall. Oh, it's going to take some time. Back at Boobs and Dicks, Agadora has had a couple more glasses of wine and is now sitting on the counter with his feet dangling and says, Oh, this has been fun, day drinking with such lovely people. My husband travels, collecting all the odds and ends and trinkets for the shop. It can be a lonely life for me, and I appreciate the company. Uh, I also appreciate any um, extended company you'd be willing to provide. So, I'm, so I think that Benny's like getting to a point where she's feeling good about what she's doing. And as soon as she starts feeling good about like her capabilities of gathering information, she immediately feels self-conscious and needs, um, needs Eve to make sure that she's making the right choices. Um, uh, we'll see you later. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to leave, um, Hogum, do you mind like coming with me to find Eve and then, I'll, then you can come back. Then you can come back. Is that okay? Yeah, sir? Let, let's go, Benny. Let's go for Eve. Oh, of course, my dears. Now don't be a stranger. And he waves at you with just, with both hands, but just with the fingers. 
Like just the fingers are moving. Bye. So you you guys make your way back t- towards the guild, towards the tavern, and you see Eve walking amongst the religious district, which is uh it's a good chunk of the middle part of town. And it uh it has like seven different churches in it. Of course, one of them being the Church of Yonsei. And you run into Eve. Hey Eve, Eve, hey, 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 guess what? Um I just I wanna I wanna tell you something real quick, but but I'll you hey, hey Eve. Oh I do declare you seem much uh you seem very flustered, uh Benny. I, I think I did something good, and and I just I, d- you let me know, um, and, and I don't know what I don't know what we should do with it, but but just so you know, um, so apparently, uh, Marcus Marcus Flint, right? You 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 talked to him yesterday, remember last night? So he's 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 not capable of of pulling off any kind of any kind of whatever happened to us in the trials, uh, so he's not capable of doing that because he's he's not the smartest. He's not the brightest crayon in the box. I do to all my hearts and stars. So what you are saying is that he is the puppet and someone else is pulling the strings. That's what that's what I would conclude. But but I mean, it's up to you. This is this is what was told to me. And then I just basically tell him uh, what happened. I met the the guy in the shop that uh, has known him for his whole life. Right. So clearly uh, Benny is like beside herself. Mm-hmm. So I see Benny and she's clearly excited. I'm like, hey, girl. Uh, so I literally like she's like frantic. So I just pick her up and I put her on my shoulder. Oh, my gosh. And and as I do that, I point to our church. Uh, dear Benedetta, if you could look to the east, you can see that we have reached the promised land. And our Lord and Savior, Beyonce Knowles Carter West Jr. Is just beyond these walls. And so I do believe that I will take time to meditate and single lady my way on through here this day. That's a, that's a good idea. And as an acolyte, I do believe that you should come with me. All the single ladies, right? All the single ladies. Hulgum, what are you doing while they're doing this? Adding stuff to my character sheet. Bitch. Oh, okay. Sure. So you guys go to the Church of Yonsei. And what what is... What would you call somebody that runs one of the churches? Mm. Like, what's her title? Um... Ooh. Ooh, that's good. Uh, okay, okay. So, um... Beyonce's mother... Tina! So, uh, the head of the church would be called Atina. But wasn't her name Celestina? Like, isn't that her actual name, Celestine? But she goes by Tina? Let's find out, because if it's Celestina, like, I'm so fucking here for that. Yes, Celestine. Celestine. So the Celestine of the Church of Yonsei steps out and does the sign of the blue ivy to you. And Yonsei be with you, my sister. And she says, founder, founder, we've, we've had a break-in. Oh, 
I do declare, please tell my hearts and stars, please tell me what has happened. I last night I don't please come inside, please. And uh she she ushers you in and the three of you walk in and you see a church that has been just fucking ransacked. Like there are pews turned over, the altar is broken. There are shards and paint and and just a mess everywhere. The Celestine says, I I was asleep in my quarters and I heard nothing, but I came downstairs this morning to find this. And what is this? What What is going on here? I do believe that in such a holy place uh, as the Church of Yonsei, who who could desecrate our holy church? Our our altar is broken. Our pews turned. I I don't know what to think. This is clearly the work of Michelle. That bitch. That <laughs> bitch. I called the guild this morning. They haven't come. I I'm so glad to see you, Founder. Can Can you please look the altar? Our altar. It's broken. Can I do an investigation check? Yes. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm going to roll investigation as... Okay, so it's trash. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> given who I am, <laughs> there's probably going to be a negative one in investigation. <laughs> am I still on the shoulders? Yes. I mean, you can investigate too. So I have a negative one at investigation. And I have a negative one at investigation, and so I rolled a, uh, I have a six. So I say, I do declare that this is be, uh, this is, uh, something of lesser of the Church of Yonsei. Please, please search and figure out what's going on. I must go and search for the, uh, for, uh, paperwork if I need to do paperwork. I rolled a 16, and I have a plus three for investigation. Wow. Yeah. Um, Hogum, are you just along for the ride at this point? I think Hogum didn't come, right? Are you still outside? What are you, what are you up to? You tell me. Hogum is too hungover. Oh, they went into a church, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I want to say wait outside. Okay. That's what Hogum does. That's cool. Um, so Hogum is outside the door, so it doesn't matter what he does. But Benny, you investigate. Silently, right? So, I mean, the whole time, like, just not saying anything. Okay, sure. So, you see that there is... Uh, you see pieces of the the altar uh, torn apart. It's all a lot of things that you recognize. Like, you get that the altar's been beat up, but you notice that there's one piece of fabric that is not of the Church of Yonsei. It wouldn't be on an altar. It wouldn't be some type of offering or anything. It's a gold fabric, and it has a, a silver part out of the corner. So, I mean, basically, I'm I'm just chilling on, on the shoulders. Mm-hmm. I see this. Um, what I would do is I would, like, kind of tap Eve on the shoulder a little bit, and I would just point to that piece of fabric. Oh, I do declare. What is this over here? Celestine, follow me, please. Yes, of course. So I, she follows me and we pick up this fabric. What is this? Who, what, what, uh, where is the origin of this fabric? 
um, my my founder. It, that is that is not of the church fiance. That fabric is is much too inexpensive, and we would never have that here. Oh, Yonsei be with you. I am so glad that we have a true leader of this church in this fine kingdom that we are in. Uh, I, I do declare, uh, if you could leave for just a quick second, I must speak to my uh, acolyte. Of course, founder. And she walks away. Uh, Benny, what do you think is going on here? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Uh, it looks like, looks like somebody's, somebody's trying to infiltrate our church. Um, and this, this piece of fabric has something to do with it. Uh, can we roll a, hmm. I think passively, you both recognize that the fabric is very similar to the armbands that you have. The silver piece on the gold fabric that you see matches up to a shield that you have on your armbands. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I've been, uh, 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 Eve, it looks like, it looks like, it looks like our armband, but just the gold team's uh, version of our armband. And weren't they stuck somewhere? Haven't we never met them? How did they get in the church if they're stuck in the, if they're stuck in the trials? My dear Benedetta, I do believe that the gold team may have been up to something. Uh, if we could further inquire, do you think that we should bring this to Loxif or to Marcus Flint? Or to Marcus Flint. Ooh, oh goodness. Um, I do have this. Um, so just to, just to fill you in. Um, so I talked to Loxif, um, last night and he, he gave me the speaking stone so I can like check in with him if we, we find anything like weird because he, he thinks that we should trust him and, and not Marcus. Um, oh, he said that Marcus is kind of a bad guy. Uh, now you also have to remember that we both met these two at the same time. So mm-hmm. how trustworthy do you believe this Loxif is? Well, I mean, he 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 said a lot of things that I agree with. That's for sure. Um, but, you know, I, I think that sometimes people say things that they know that you'll agree with. Um, I was to say uh, the uh, the the serpents of Michelle have a slippery and silver tongue. So we must be wary of all of our um, encounters. <laughs> So I think that this mm-hmm. this totally though like what what Eve just said goes completely against what everything Benny believes. So what do you guys do with the knowledge then? So I I believe Loxif and and I think that Marcus Flint is a bad guy, but I also think that 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 I was talking to that guy at the the store that's going to help me look pretty. Um he said that 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 there's somebody that's controlling there's somebody, there's somebody that's probably controlling Marcus Flint and it has to do with that necklace. Did you see what his necklace looked like? You know, when, when you were like, uh, um, Oh, that is not a hair. And that's not, a, that is none of your business, madam. Uh, did you, did you find, did you, did you recognize his necklace when you were interrogating him last uh, night? Did I recognize his necklace? DM, is there, is it possible that we can do like a check? Like a hist- uh, like a history check? Absolutely. I got plus my investig uh no history. Uh I got I got an eighteen. Eve, you recognize it, and this is appropriate. Eve, you recognize it as a um 
a fashion piece. It's about three years old. It's a little outdated. Oh, dear. Uh, it's a knockoff. Oh, dear. That's another thing you notice. It's not even real. Like, you remember looking at it and going, oh, that's cheap. He probably paid a lot of money for it. Maybe he knew it was knockoff, but he probably didn't because, you know, his... It's Marcus. And I'm going to retain that information for myself. Cool. So Benny asks you if you know anything about the necklace, and your answer is... Unfortunately, my dear, I do not know anything about this necklace. But if I do find something else about it, I will definitely let you know. Just know that our sweet Marcus Flint, as beautiful as he may be, he is definitely questionable. Okay, um, let's let's go talk to let's go talk to uh, a Hogum, um, because like we have to make a, a decision as a team, you know what we what we what we decide to do. Because I have this speaking stone, and I think that I think that my vote my vote is that we we tell Loxif that we found something. Somebody's trying to break into to our church, and they're wearing the same lot armband as us, but they're supposed to be lost in, in the trials. Hmm. I like the way you think, Miss Benedetta. Uh, you guys join Hogum outside and go ahead. All right. So basically, um, we explain to Hogum. So, hey, Loxif gave us number one. I'm going to put in there that Loxif gave us an advantage in the trials. And he gave me this speaking stone told us not to trust Marcus Flynn. Uh, the guy in the market told us that Marcus Flint was really not very smart and is just a pretty face. And we found this, uh, the gold armband of the team that is supposedly lost in the trials. Do we use a speaking stone and talk to Loxif and tell him what's going on? That's what Benny, just, uh, Benny and Eve just explained to Hokum. Yeah, Benny, I, I would totally want to talk to Loxif on that one for sure. Okay, what do you think? I'm, what do you think, Eve? Mm, I will follow along for this pursuit. Okay, all right. So uh, I'm going to use this speaking stone, and I, like, rub it between my fingers a couple times, not knowing sure. how to activate um, it. So fun fact about the speaking stone, it... uh. You're allowed 10 words per day. So what do you oh say <laughs> okay. to Loxif in 10 words to explain what's happening? Um, I would say gold team paraphernalia in church are they back. I mean, that's only eight words. Do you want to use the other two or just leave it? You're pretty. Stumbleduck. <laughs> <laughs> I love Stumbleduck, and I say it a lot more often than I should in the real world. Okay, so Loxif uh, receives your message. Like, you see red, and he responds in ten words. Okay, so Loxif responds with, Team not found will come soon. I have four words left. Just stay safe. Mm, Trisket. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Do you guys just hang out there until he gets there? Um. Hey, guys. So 
you know, I, I know that, that, that we're the only ones that we can trust. Um, and, and we're putting some trust into Loxif, um, and, and who are the real bad guys, <laughs> right? Um, uh, um, do you, what do you guys want to do? Do you want me to talk to Loxif since I'm the one that gave him this? And then you guys like, like, you know, uh, uh, stay like on the side just in case something bad happens. I do declare that Hogum should find a stealthy spot to keep himself out of sight. And I can't be missed. So I will stand behind you several feet away so that you are able to uh, speak without having my um, pressing appearance upon you. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd feel comfortable with that. Okay. So describe where you guys are at again. I'm sorry. I'm trying to follow. So from my perspective and what I'm picturing is that we're on the steps right outside the church because that's where okay. we had left Hogum and then we came to meet Hogum. So we're all on the steps mm-hmm. outside the church. Maybe I'm on the bottom, like maybe uh, Eve stays on the steps and I'm down at the, the bottom of the stairway, okay. um, like even with sure. the sidewalk. And Hogum just goes and finds a a fountain to hide behind. Okay, cool. As you all are in position, I guess, you see Loxif, and he sees you, Benny, and he waves. And I think that's where we're going to cut this episode. I'm here for this. So I'm Chris. I'm your DM. You can find me on Twitter at Chris the DM, and it's Chris with a K. And uh, I'm Tisha. You can find me at the number one Tish. That's T as in Tom, I S as in Sam, H as in Henry. The number one on Instagram. Hi, I'm Jonathan. Um, I'm also drunk now, and you can find me at. Instagram at je underscore Washington. Instagram. Instagram. You right, Mark. Um, what am I doing? You saying your goodbye. Do your outro. Okay. Bye, y'all. You can find me on Twitter at Holgum McGonagall. That's oh my not god! Your name. Oh my god! Holgum McGonagall. McGonagall. Oh my god. Yeah. If you can find him, you can follow him, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Bye. Bye. Bye.